0: hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of miracle mindset i have with me a very special guest today this is jess bailey as you can see she's immaculately dressed and that is because she is one of my favorite fashion influences ever she's a content creator she's based here in los angeles and we're lucky enough to have her here on the podcast today so thank you so much for sitting down with us this is my pleasure so i start the podcast every single episode by asking our guests what is the best piece of advice you've ever received I guess for me, it's not necessarily
1: a piece of advice, but my favorite quote that I learned um, in grad school was luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I love that because so many people, you know, they'll see people grow and be successful and they always say, oh, well, they're just lucky. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 like no one in life is lucky. there are some people who are lucky. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to them. but. For the most part people are still working so hard and grinding 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 mm-hmm. and like all of that work is your preparation and then you'll be met with some sort of opportunity like when it's god's timing or when you know when everything is aligned and then you'll like make it big and you'll just pop off mm-hmm. and you know people see that as like oh you, you just you got a good break it's like no there's so much back end and so that is always me. It helps humble myself. And then if I want to ever compare myself to other people, I also have to remember it's not, they're not there because they're lucky. They're there because they worked just as hard as everyone else's. Mm-hmm.
0: So. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I love those little quotes, you know? Yep. And and like you just said, the opportunity only comes if you're consistent. Exactly. You know, like yeah. of course, sometimes you have a lucky break, like you might've been one of the first on TikTok and you blow up. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for most of us, it, consistency is key. Yes. So. That's great advice. So as you can see, I mentioned you're dressed incredibly. Oh, (laughs) Um, Jess has a YouTube where she posts incredible content with her partner or husband, I should say, Tyler, and um, you also post about your style. Now, I would love some advice because you have more of like a streetwear, cool girl style than I do. You guys know I like the chic kind of. <laughs> so, <laughs> what advice have you got for all of us and people at home who are wanting to kind of have that cool girl closet? Because I need this advice too. Like, what are the staple pieces that you have?
1: I try to think like tomboy chic or like tom girl chic. So, Tyler, luckily, also. L- is into street style so sometimes i'll like go in his closet and find something and kind of pull inspiration from it. me today this is,
0: <laughs> this is alex's jacket we're working about made today <laughs> yeah
1: and i also feel like timeless kind of cool street fashion is a lot of vintage pieces mm-hmm. that have kind of you know, just always been like a staple timeless. like letterman jackets, you yeah. know, our parents wore these in high school Like this yeah. is like a forever yeah, yeah. and like oversized a lot of oversized stuff yeah. But cuts and quality and weight that looks nice not thin flimsy mm-hmm. Materials but like a thick quality mm-hmm. leather jacket. I mean my oversized ones I've had I don't know since like I don't know, four years ago, five years ago, and I'll still get asked questions of like, where's it from? I'm like, it's just, it's vintage. And like, you know, but those pieces, they make every, they can make the most boring outfit look so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like shoes and boots, like a cool pair of boots can also make a black tee and jeans like look so, so cool. So elevated. Yeah, so elevated. And then sneakers, like yeah. everyone's always gonna wear sneakers. Yes. Yeah, we love, we love sneakers. So
0: is there like a, is there a go-to pair of sneakers that you would recommend? Like just like a cool starter, a starter pair? Cause for me, I'm always in my, my air <laughs> forces. <laughs> these are so, Alex saw me just say, he's like, we well, need to clean them. And you can tell I'm not a head cause I yeah. should notice these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. have a couple of nice pairs, but for mm. me, um, yeah so i'm gonna be listening is there like a is there like a pair of like kind of like you know mid-rise like jordans or something that
1: you love i oh it's hard because i feel like i go through seasons and there's always staples for seasons but then it's like is it really a staple if it's a seasonal staple i don't know but i feel like a pair of black and white like low dunks is that'll just go with anything. Yeah. You know, sportswear, sweats, you know, if you want to do like black leather pants yeah. or just like shorts or whatever, like a big tee. Mm-hmm. Um, I wear these a lot. These are also like so worn. but Reeboks. The Reeboks, I think this is the Club C's. Mm-hmm. These are like an old vintage pair, but like people have been wearing them for years and years and still wearing them.
0: So I don't know if this is the same for you, but I'm, I'm actually pretty short. And I, because my legs are kind of short, I don't love to wear the mid-rise. They, they cut me off they make yes. you look shorter yeah. so a so little fine. little hack that I use because I'm because I'm like trying to elongate my legs and that's something that mm-hmm. I like to do mm-hmm. is I always wear something that like kind of is either low or like you know yes. not, not the high rise mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that's what I personally do I don't know <laughs> if you do that as well I do do that um, another
1: hack is because even with my Doc Martens because yeah. I love them but they, they cut yeah, my leg yeah, off yeah. so what I actually do it's probably so weird I'll like move the tongue to the side so it like automatically gives your leg a little bit more of a V and then like you it it automatically deducts the cut off of mm-hmm. your leg and it it sounds so weird but even with certain boots if it's just straight and it cuts here it looks Terrible, but like cowboy boots for me, I love because yeah. when it has that big like mm-hmm. low V, it just makes your leg look longer. So yeah. that's I do that with all my high tops. I'll just literally shove the tongue to the side. you can see on my Instagram like I the Yeah, it's those little <laughs> touches like that make. You wanna make your outfit look effortless yeah. even though it's you put effort into it, yeah. but that's always the key. You wanna just look like you just threw it on yeah. and it's like you're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I uh, named my handle that. Because mm-hmm. we we'll always be like, Oh, how did you think of that I like outfit? I'm like, I don't know, I just threw it on. Like yeah. I I don't really put too much effort into my outfits, I'll just look and, and it be just like works. Yeah. Like I dress according mm-hmm. to my mood. And it's like today I just feel like being
0: Effortless. effortlessly like boy girly <laughs> so here we are <laughs> sorry jess's instagram is just throw it on i'm gonna link it below if you're looking for some fashion inspiration um cool girl chic as she said um definitely go check it out and um next time you see me on on the ground with my with my tongue into the <laughs> you know where that came from <laughs> just made me do it <laughs> So, speaking of Instagram, one of the reasons that I love following you is because you're a Christian and you are so bold in your faith um, and I love that. I think that's really cool and um, I think you're one of the only like really big creators that I follow who does that. Aww. And so I just want to straight up say thank you for doing that because as you guys know I'm a Christian but it's definitely not something I talk about enough mm-hmm. um, and I just love how bold you are. So how has that been like, what is your journey? Have you got kickback from, from people how, did your community love that? I mean, are they used to it now? Um, I got a,
1: not even like a, a little bit, I would say a little bit as in maybe two to three DMS mm-hmm. of just kind of like you post too much or yeah. whatever. But that was it. And this was years ago yeah. at this point. I also feel like too everyone has gotten the point of like, if you don't have Anything nice to say, like, don't even say it. So maybe yeah, yeah. people think that they just don't tell me, which yeah, is fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I did a poll, I ran a couple polls over the last three or four years mm-hmm. of like, are you religious or you know, are you a Christian, whatever? Mm-hmm. And a good like 70% will always vote yes. So there is definitely an audience, but I feel like because it's not talked a lot and like it's not necessarily cool to talk about it. And it's not, you know, like what society pushes. People get scared because they still want to maintain their appearance of like, oh, I'm like, I'm cool on it with it. But, you know, and they kind of just like tuck it away. Yeah. And I get it, cause I was totally like that too. Yeah. But I don't know, I, it, So my mom, it took her 13 years to get pregnant with me and she didn't have me until she was 42. So like before I was born or while I was in the womb, like the entire church like knew who I was because everyone at church was like like praying for Louise. You know, and my mom was like one of the kind of seniors at the church. So everyone always said like, because you're going to have a kid so late. And this was back in, I don't even know what years, but like, Back then, and there was way more higher risk because the technology <laughs> was not there. And they also said, oh, your daughter has like a 75, 80% chance of, you know, being born like disabled. So do you still want to go out like through with this? Yeah. And my mom was like, no, no, no. If this happened, like it's meant to be yeah, yeah. and like so, a baby. yeah, a miracle baby. And so a lot of words from like, um from pastors and whatever was spoke of just like your daughter is going to do great things and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was always like fed that growing up, but I'm like, Oh, whatever. Like, you're just telling me these mm-hmm. things. But I, I think like as I've gotten older and like having a platform and just kind of having my whole life circle of like education, work, and like everything that I've wanted to do in life, it's kind of come full circle. And I yeah. realized like, okay, actually, like I do feel like, there's some sort of calling for me to just not necessarily be like a preacher, but just share my life journey because Mm -hmm. it's very relatable to a lot of people. You know, I grew up in the church and then because like my parents were so strict, I was the only child Asian and upbringing. And because my parents were so high up, I yeah. felt like I wasn't necessarily a pastor's kid or a PK, but it felt like I was a PK. Yeah. So after like in high school, I kind of started rebelling. I wasn't bad, but I was like, I'm just gonna go party and sneak out and do all the things like whatever. And then I moved away to college. I went to University of Arizona, which is a party school. And I would just like went balls out. I was like, whatever, this is so fun. And again, like I, I never made stupid mistakes cause I knew in the back of my mind, like, don't be dumb, but like have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and then I was like, I want nothing to do with church, even though I like still prayed and like would still read my Bible, but I was like, I'm just sick of it. Like mm-hmm. I was forced to go. And then I also like played the drums and the piano for church. And so I never had a weekend off. Like yeah. it was just a lot. And, um, but like I kind of had a go away from it to like come back and um, this past weekend at our church, we had this conference, and they were saying that a lot of the older generations they teach truth without love. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Bible says this, and blah blah blah. And it's almost kind of like a fear-based thing.
0: Like my parents like would judgment. You are like judging, yeah, yeah, that's yeah what, right? Yeah, you have this like this. I feel like there's this overarching thought, like as you know, um, more more religion than mm-hmm. than Christian, right? But, and that's right. what I was saying. It's yes. more about a relationship with yes. God than having that you know that religion right. and the rules and like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And then like, and he was saying that that was like our parents kind of generation. And then this new generation teaches a lot of love, but not necessarily truth. So love without truth is a lie because you're not it's, it's not instilling like the doctrine of the Bible. And so what we as millennials have to do is kind of fuse both yeah. and do teach both truth, but also love. And when I came back and started going back to church, I like finally understood the concept of grace and love and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like this is what it has always this, this is what it's about. Yeah, like this is what it's about. This is what it should be. And because I learned that whole new concept, like my whole new, like, refound journey with him is so exciting and I love it. And it's not about rules and like, I can't do this and I feel restricted. It's like, how do I be a better person? Like how can I help others? And it's Mm -hmm. not even about me anymore. It's like helping others. And Mm -hmm. while I help others, God just like feeds into me automatically because I'm doing what I should be doing.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's such a crazy thing, but it's like, and it's, it's it's cool to hear that you're excited, you know, and joyful because like, you know, when it's not your own faith, but like that was me for a really long time. Like when I, I I grew up in a Christian, in a Christian family and my family, we would always go to church, but it's one of those things as well. Like you're, you're always like, you're reading the Bible, you're doing all these things, but you're doing it because your, okay. your family does it, yeah. not because you want to. Right. And it was never like my own faith. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've actually never talked about this on my YouTube. But when I was 13, uh-huh. um, I was like, I did like an exchange. year. I came and mm-hmm. lived in um, in California yeah. um, from Australia. So I was living with my cousins over here and I got into a really big car crash and I broke my neck in like in two spots. And the doctor said like, she, she should never be walking again with this break. And I remember like I sat there like talking to the doctor and I was just like I had this like moment of just like profound like just like this the grace that hit me and I was like whoa I was like I'm blessed like mm-hmm. the doctor's like someone up there is looking out for you because you should not be walking with a break like this and I was like like having that moment especially at such a young age where you realize like you're like okay wow there's like there is a purpose for my life yeah
1: yeah
0: and then it was kind of that point that I started to make in my own faith mm-hmm. and then I was rea- I realized like how good how good god is so so you've been married to tyler for a number of years now mm-hmm. and what advice do you have for fellow christians who are looking for mr or mrs right um what, what advice have you got for us okay so i think long story boring with
1: like even how we met and everything um, finding someone who is very aligned with your walk i feel like is important mm-hmm. because we both had the same goals we both wanted to like honor the same things and we were kind of in the same place in our lives with our faith and like our actual lifestyles and whatever so one one thing we both wanted to do when we started dating was to like honor the whole like abstinence covenant you know wow. so we're like so i mean my mom's not going to listen to this, so it's fine. So like, you know, we did our things and whatever. And then we like took a step back and we're like, you know what? Like, I feel like we should really just do this correctly because it's like one thing that is not commonly practiced, I guess. And we're like, because it's such a stronghold, I feel like if we do eliminate it and try to do it correctly, like God will really help like honor our marriage. Yeah. So we did that. And then we also are, are, former church at the time had this couples counseling course. Mm -hmm. So it's for serious dating, engaged. um, If you're married, you can still do it too. But it was really cool because it took out the fear or the negativity of the term counseling Mm because we were like, oh shoot, are they gonna come and judge us? It had nothing to do with that. It was like Mm -hmm. an eight week course and you just go and he has topics and like just really trying to scrape out all of the gunk to really have a solid foundation Mm -hmm. for your guys's relationship and marriage going into marriage or whatever Mm -hmm. so it really tackled like things that happened when we were both young and like even how random people treated us and like things that you never realize are actual like 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 heavy triggers, yeah, triggers and heavy, heavy baggage, and you, Mm -hmm. you never, you would never associate that with like your partner in marriage, but things that happen to you as a child through other situations really do affect like your trust, exactly, and like how you view things, and so, even talking, so during the courses, like we would hear someone speak and then we would do activities together mm-hmm. and like it really helped Tyler better understand me and why the way I am instead of being like oh like she's just like this like that's something that yeah. I don't like but like, like she's I just, just she's to needy or she right, like to exactly. he like, understand
0: why why yes. is she acting this way yeah, and so, you know about him mm-hmm, too.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was really really beneficial mm-hmm. so we always tell our friends like totally do it don't see it as counseling but just see it as mentorship yeah. um, because it really helped work out a lot of kinks because he comes from a broken family and then i just i don't have like daddy issues but i don't have until after tyler and i got married i never really had a relationship with my parents because like asian culture it's very just i'm the parent you're the child we'll talk about grades but that's really it so i never really and then being the only child i never had siblings to look up to for guidance so i kind of just like navigated my adulthood yeah, yeah by myself and my parents are older so they're in a whole other generation and they're yeah. like immigrants and they worked all the time so i was literally like always by myself yeah. so like it was i i guess i had a lot of i had like a chip on my shoulder from that too yeah. so
0: wow so i guess summarising that up is really making sure that you have a good foundation mm-hmm. because yes. from that you can build anything. Yes, yes for sure. I'm a huge advocate for counselling. Mm-hmm. I-, I think it's great. I think yeah. everybody should do it. Yes. Um, I really, really do. Just for the fact that it's not even telling like asking for their help and their you know their solution. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're speaking out loud you articulate something and then it kind of just clicks, clicks for you. Yes. It really totally. does. Yeah. So I'm a huge advocate for counselling. Mm-hmm. You know I think it's I think it's really really great. Mm-hmm. So that is great advice. And look, thank you so much for sitting down with us. I really appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to link her Instagram below. If you're looking for that Cool Girl Chic inspiration, I'll also link her YouTube as well. Um, She's an incredible, incredible person and you definitely are a huge influence to me. So I just want to say thank you for that you know, I don't look up to a huge amount of influences just because of the culture, but you really are one of them. So mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for that and what I'm you're doing. Crying. And what you're doing. Um, and just for sharing your faith and being bold in that because mm-hmm. really like you're, you're helping a lot more people than you even know. So thank you for that. And thank you for speaking as well about Tyler and that relationship. You guys are definitely couples goals, so. <laughs> appreciate it guys don't forget to go check her out she's incredible and i hope you enjoyed this episode um comment below and let us know what you think about it and if you want to see any more fashion tips from her because i think i'm going to try to get her back in and give us some more (laughs) yeah we'll just do like a fashion episode yeah i need (laughs) Random tips for short girls let us know if this is the collab that you need Um, (laughs) random random tips for short girls yeah i like it seriously thank you guys have a good day